0: How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John
1: Creese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live.
2: And I'm going to open the show in a whole different way. My adrenaline is still bouncing off the roof. This is Alan DePew. You found Golf Talk Live, the 19th hole. I am with Christian DeZamis, Andrew few We are recording Sunday night, literally. The 85th Masters just finished him. Guys, going into today, do you ever think it was going to end the way that this tournament ended today?
0: I thought especially after the first couple of holes, Happy Gilmore's caddy was going to bring it home and by Happy Gilmore's caddy, obviously if you've been following on social media I'm talking about Will Zalatoris, that dude can flat out play. I understand now getting to see him on the big screen. Dad, why you love it. He's I mean he's phenomenal. He can bring it, he can flat out smoke it and he puts the club face on the on the ball
2: all the time and I mean I
0: can't remember which announcer made the comment but it was after his tee shot on 10 he he is a twig i mean he is tall and lanky as can be and the announcer goes for as much as this kid can hit it he's going to give jt a run for his money on pound for pound longest hitter and he makes jt look overweight which was obviously hilarious because jt is like what 155 soaking wet so i mean congrats to 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 will for his first time obviously he didn't you know obviously bring it home but phenomenal playing. I mean, all week, uh, he has earned a new fan in my books.
2: That's for well, sure. Well, Christian, congrats to, I mean, absolutely, Andrew, but congrats to Hideki.
3: Yeah, Hideki played. Um, surprisingly, I, I didn't know he was going to come out really good off the you know front nine, shooting 34. Um, I thought there'd be a little nerves there. His first tee shot of the day, obviously he blasted away right, okay. but you know what? He never really, he, he stayed in his game the entire day. You know, I mean, I, I looked over at my girlfriend today and there was like, there was really no excitement going on all throughout the day until like we hit 15, 15 was really kind of a turning point of a tournament in my opinion, obviously. Uh, I mean, that was really the most excitement that we've seen all day. You know, it was just a standard golf. He did what he had to do. Nobody, nobody got close to him. Maybe Zalatoris after the second hole when he got within two, but that was really it.
0: I mean, he, he's always been in my mind, the issue with, with Hideki is that, and we jokingly say it, I mean, it's the biggest part of anyone's game, is, is putting, in my opinion. I, obviously, everyone knows him for that insane pause that he has on top of his golf swing, which I don't know if I could ever pull that off and actually be able to hit the ball straight. Deliberate transition. Yeah. It, deliberate it's, transition. It's something. Um, but that being said, I mean, other than his tee shot on one, Kirsten, you're 100% right. I, I'm, he was confident. It's solid. I mean. Yeah even after his tee shot on one, you see him get up there on, on his second shot. He looks at it and goes, he looks automatically like he knew what he was doing. Like he, it wasn't yeah, like he had I, any question in his I, game I, the whole way. I, I'll, but maybe
2: I was looking for it. Cause I, I mean, I posted on our social media uh, today. I mean, literally Jordan's the only one that had ever had a jacket out of the top seven. So, you knew it was going to be likelihood. It was going to be somebody new bringing it home, but When he flared that thing right off of number one, I was like, "Uh oh, the game is on because I figured he was going to, you know, he was going to melt down. Fortunately, number two, being a reachable par five, easy, you know, basically a par four and a half for these guys. I mean, I thought if he if he was over par through four, it was going to be interesting.
3: Yeah, I think the game changer for him personally was the par party man on five. Yeah, I think that was the confidence that he like he made. That was like, what, 15 feet? That
0: was yeah, a tough putt. I, that wasn't was, even an easy it putt. It was a good. It was a good one. I yeah. mean, he obviously again. So again, he didn't end up making the putt on on one, right? But even the 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 putt on one, the fact that he got it as close as I mean, I thought he made it on one and saved par even after. And I was like, wow, that's that's impressive. But the the putt on five was hands down, in my opinion, his like momentum sealer. Like I'm just going to keep staying at this level and just you know nobody's going to touch me. Someone's going to have to do something crazy. Did, but
2: did you guys, did you guys have the feeling? I mean, I have the, I, he, he did what he needed to do with a four shot lead going into the day. Right. I agree. But yeah. did you just have the feeling that nobody really ever challenged him until, until the back nine, which we can get to in a second. And then, you know, it was like, Oh, well, wait a minute. Is he going to start to fold a little bit? Cause I don't think he – I don't – I don't, oh, wow, I don't want to say it this way. I don't think he won the tournament. The other ones just didn't – or the other ones just didn't win the
3: tournament. That, or that's Nobody Nobody challenged him, like you said. Okay. I mean, look at it. If you look at Xander's card today, if he doesn't make triple on 16 and double on five, he wins the tournament. Yeah. I mean, flat. Pl- like if he pars both those holes. If not, if he sticks it on 16 because everything that unfolded on 15 with Matsuyama hitting over the green, with how difficult of a chip that was as it is – Making six there is like a, a, a motivating factor for him going into the last three. Obviously, but if Xander coming off four straight birdies, if he sticks it in there on sixteen, uh, it's uh, game we on. We, we were
2: hey, we were texting each other. I'm like, can I you agree. imagine? Can you imagine if he threw it in there tight? And I and I, you don't know what's going through his mind. I know what's going through his mind probably right now. But um, oh, absolutely, but I, it's a game changer.
3: I mean, if he if he sticks it on sixteen, and I just said it before we got on air, if he sticks it on sixteen, makes birdie. I have no doubt in my mind was seventeen. With how easy easy of a pin that was, if he hit on the right side of the pin, I think he makes birdie on seventeen. I, I think it's game over there.
2: I think you're looking at. I think you're looking at a playoff. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I think the. now I didn't get to see it because I had to go get my first vaccine shot. But I didn't get to see the overall arching back nine of Zalatoris. But in my opinion, from what I did catch. Zalatoris took himself out on nine with the I don't know if it was a misread or he just hit it too f- firm through the break, but the putt on nine was just bad. I well, mean, Andrew,
2: I, I, we were I know we were texting you updates, but I mean, the takeaway of the putt on nine, he misses it from like three feet from on twelve. Yeah, and he missed a missed short it one not, on three for par. Well, no, he knocked yeah, it he short not, one on twelve. He was huge it too. On, he knocks it on 13 and three Jackson,
0: right? Yeah. I, I, and, and people have said, and again, I, I, I don't want to contradict myself because obviously I just said I'm a big fan, but people have said that his biggest issue could be his putting,
2: you, you know, you know who I would suggest perfect practice. That's let's who, let's get that out
0: of the way right now. I was going to say, which by the way, we're going to go back onto this after here in a second. Cause I got some updates on my own golf game and, just to give you comparison to where we are for the perfect practice. But anyway, we can't talk about rolling the rock without talking about our good friends over at Perfect Practice Putting Mats. These mats are the realest deal, and if you're looking to get better at putting right now, you got to try them out. They work for the number one player in the world, and maybe he needs to get a little bit more practice on it before next week after his missed cut, but just saying – uh, that was my pick, by the way. <laughs> I know. Uh, they come in three main sizes all the way from their compact edition up to their XL version They stretches out to 15 feet when fully extended. So again, if you're looking to get your practice in, use our code GTL15. Again, that's GTL15 for 15% off your mat today. Again, can't iterate this enough. If they're good enough for world number one, Dustin Johnson, and helping him get better, they're going to help you too. You need to try them out. They are our best best friends when it comes to putting and training aids and everything and sorted. And I'm going to tell you right now, now that we gotten through all that and a fantastic shout out that they rightfully deserve. If they can work for my horrible putting game and turn my game around, you know, that must be working. And I know this now, not just because it was a one-time you know, trick. I went out on Saturday. I played a second round. Christian can verify. I sent him multiple snaps through the day. Did not have any good birdie opportunities, but I did only shoot three over for the day. So not a terrible putting performance overall, just throwing that one out there. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm, it's it's clearly working because I'm not, I'm actually shooting some good scores. All
2: right. Can we get back to like real guys, real players?
0: Okay. I mean, listen, I was just trying to give this shout out that I rightfully deserve. Here. You just, I, I just want to, I want to say so much I wanna, crap.
2: I don't, I don't, I mean, it was, mine was a new year's resolution. I am not picking on your putting strip
3: whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I shot 74 in my first round, and I was, I was ticked off of my putting stroke. And I, I think I had 33 putts in my first 18 holes, shot 74.
0: I, I went out on Friday, and this will be the last thing I said. I went out on Friday. We played in a, a little company scramble, like I told you guys, on the, I think it was the last show. We get up to the one hole. We have a 10-footer that we need to save for par to kind of keep the momentum going. Everyone's telling me this is the read. This is the read. I look at, it, I'm like, no, that's not the read. I literally hit it the exact opposite way. Drill it dead center of the hole. They're walking off. They're like, oh yeah, that was the read. I was like, nope, that that wasn't. But it's only because I was confident in my stroke at that point because of personal practice. So you, yeah.
2: you were walking lo- tall and proud at that point. Were you? I was.
0: I actually was because it was it, it it was a little left <laughs> to right It came back, you know, yeah. a double breaker. Yeah. Uh, streak. Oh, it was good. Man, it
2: was beautiful. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> Golf's Holy Week in Augusta. I, I mean, we said at the last show. I'll say it again. Order has been restored. The Masters was in spring. We're looking at you know azaleas in bloom. I, from from the from the first first tee on Thursday morning. With shout out, by the way, Lee Elder, looking great. Jack and and Gary. I, I was I was just fired up for this entire week.
0: One of the things that I thought was cool was right from the get go, you saw the passion and I, and I truly mean the passion that some of these players have that Augusta national is back. And it's back in the springtime. Um, Cameron champ came out and said, he was honored to be able to be a part of Lee elder and and everything and the honorary starter for obvious reasons. But you, you see other guys like past champions that are coming out uh, Bubba Watts is a prime example. Now, he's getting emotional over just getting to see something return to normalcy. And it it was, it was really cool to see. I'll tell you, I really thought there was a lot of guys with, I I thought the score was going to be a lot lower, to be honest with you, after the first couple of days. I mean, the scoring was here or there. It was pretty tough um, other than Justin Rose going out and dominating, but I was My, my was my
2: master's pick. I was 14. I picked 14. So I thought I was right on the number until, you know, all hell broke loose on the 15th hole. But uh, I mean, I look, look at look at. Yeah, no doubt. Right. Wow. Let's talk, about the, two big, let's talk about the two big things. Hold, story. No, no, hold on a second. Come on. Justin Rose. Wow. On Thursday. And <laughs> Jordan Spieth. What are you doing on the woods on number nine?
0: Wait a minute. Can we go back a second, though? I just thought of something. You guys give me shit for all of my picks all year long. Was I the only one that had a pick that made the cut this week? Who would you pick again? JT. I was yeah. the only one that had a pick made the cut.
2: Yeah, but let's just put it in perspective. When you made your prediction on New Year's Eve, you picked Rory. I changed
0: my pick. Okay. I made a pick. But go I'm just saying right now, I didn't win, but I technically won because you guys didn't even make the cut. So I, that
3: should be worse than double points. I'm just saying. That's not worth double points because your guy came in like tied for 20th. Where was
0: your guy? Oh, that's right. He was back home on on Saturday morning. I thought he yeah. took Xander.
3: No. No, I said watch away. out for Xander. Oh. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like going back to Alan, your point. Um, yeah, I mean Jordan. I don't know what he was doing on nine when he made triple, but. I mean, again, his bounce back, though, to that, I mean, there was a great quote that I think – I don't know who said it, but it was, if you have a short memory in golf, you are going to be very, like, successful in that tournament. You know, he brushed away that triple like it was just another hole. He went out there and he fired a great back nine. Ended up hopefully being in contention in the, in the, uh, in the weekend and, you know,
0: going from there. I'll tell you the one, that, one other stat toy that came up. Jordan was the first ever player in master's history to birdie 10 every single round in the same yeah, tournament. I saw that too. That, you know, I saw that's, that too. that's impressive because 10 not easy.
3: You know, the two biggest takeaways for me of the guys who actually missed the cut personally, obviously Rory with his swing changes and whatnot, you know, but again, I, I'm going to throw his name out there. Brooks surprised me big time. I don't think he should have been there in the first place. Um, you know, he said after two and he alluded to that he had three doctors tell him, you know, your knee can't get any worse. I mean, I think he forced himself to play in the event personally. I don't think he was 100 percent ready, you know. But again, I'm curious now when I go when we go to Kiwa, what's going to happen now in the next major? The next major is only what a month away, a month and a half away. Uh, yeah, but here's what I mean. My opinion is
0: at least with Brooks, the injury is there. And like he came out and and commented after that he's disappointed in his performance. So, you know, that it's, it's, it's really aggravating to him that he's going to be motivated to come out hungry moving forward. I agree. Because like it's one thing to come out and not perform because of an injury. You're just not able to compete because you just, your body won't allow you to do it. That, that to me I have more of an issue, I, and I think you're 100 percent right. Rory has got a bigger issue in my mind. Like, I'm—I I don't know what Rory we're seeing, but it's not good. I mean, hey, going it's, through a swing
3: change. I don't know what it is. I, I mean, he's—he he was open about it when he hits on a flat lie in the range. Everything's pure. Everything's perfect. But the minute you get him on a, on a difficult lie, if the ball's above his feet, if the ball's under his feet, the ball's buried, he's got to shape it or whatnot. That's where he gets into trouble. Right. And again, I don't know. I I mean, geez, you're talking about, we were talking about a few years ago, Rory being the next tiger with all the majors that he was winning prior to Brooks. Yeah. I I don't even know if Rory will even make a cut this year at a major, let alone win one.
0: I I don't know how bad
3: he's playing right now.
0: I'll tell you my, my big takeaways was, and this was something weird to see. It's three things. First one, no amateur made the weekend for the first time in a while which was kind of weird. Like I thought a couple of those amateurs that were coming out were at least going to have a chance, but again, course played really, really tough the first couple of days. Maybe that had something to do with it. Um, I don't know if you guys got to see it. I'm sure you probably did. I'm loving your takeaways on the Abraham answer issue, as well as in this, the last point is the Matthew Wolf issue. I think those two situations both obviously, the Matthew Wolf Moore it is it's it's really really unfortunate. Um, but Abraham, answers,
2: I, I'm gonna go rookie Bobby on you like you do. He signed the wrong scorecard. I, well, and that
0: one, that one like it that's more on him. I have an issue with the Abraham answer, if I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I know I have the first, if you ain't first, your last mentality, and you guys give me, but like, to me at this point. A photo camera that can pick up something that the eye, natural eye and feel can't. The big, the bigger argument,
2: okay, and I think it might have been Dottie Pepper or it was one of the, one of the announcers made the reference is the cameras aren't on all the other participants in the event, all the other competitors at all, every single moment. So it's it's like being selective. It'd be like you know use it use an analogy. In the end zone, there's cameras at one end, but they're leaving on the cameras at the other end. Yeah, it's, it's I I I disagree. Actually, I've always disagreed. As far back, and you guys weren't even born yet. When Craig Sadler, the guy's constantly being busted on, he throws a towel on the ground so he doesn't get his pants dirty, and they called it building a stance because he hits it's out from under a tree, and somebody calling in from TV gets him DQ. Come on.
3: Like that's, and
0: that's my my issue. Like If the player that he's with can't see it, and let's – I mean, it was minuscule. Like, you probably can't even
2: feel. Then you run into the next question. Then you run into the Patrick Reed allegations. If the player, the other competitors can't see it, I realize it's all about etiquette. It's all about sportsmanship, and we're supposed to call penalties up on ourselves. I mean, did the answer touch?
3: you, You can blatantly see when Reed did it, though. You could blatantly see that with the naked eye, right? You could clearly tell yes. that when he put his ball behind the ball, or his club behind the ball, he intentionally, I don't know if intentionally is the right word, but he moved sand, right? You could clearly see that. When it came to Abraham, right? It was super unfortunate what happened, obviously. You know, at that point, though, did he really make his lie better? No, he didn't make his lie better at all. The ball didn't even move, obviously, right? But he didn't make his lie any better than what well, it here's did. The, here's the
2: Here's the question. Did he improve – and I know I'm arguing both sides, but did he truly improve his lie? No. Because the, what's the lie? The lie is underneath the ball, right? Exactly. He didn't
3: improve his lie at
0: all, right? He didn't, and he if, didn't that, if that
3: replay never happened, he never would have had a 2 shot penalty or a one shot penalty.
0: I I, I I don't remember the one – and I think you're right with Dottie Pepper, but you, your, your comment is 100% right. The fact that it's selective is where I have the, the issue with it because huh? – unless every single player has every single inch of their game analyzed, then now you're being proactively against a player because he just happens to be a bigger player. So he's got the camera on him more. Yeah. What happens if, what happens if an, an, an amateur, and I the only one that's coming to mind right off the top of my head is Tyler Shafasi. Cause obviously he, he's the U S amateur, right? What happens if he had his camera on him and he had the same issue? Like that's not going to yeah. happen.
3: So I mean, look at look at what happened to DJ back in the PGA when he yeah, was going to win so, it back in. Um, I don't even know where that was. I think it was so Whistling why, Straits or wherever. Whistling
0: came Whistling Straits. Yeah, why are we allowing a camera to decide that that like I, I even was talking because because Carly was watching it afterwards with me, and she made the comment. Well, how is that? How is that a penalty? Like how did how did that affect him? I thought you're supposed to hit behind the ball. You're not supposed to hit the actual ball. So it's not like he's even hitting, like, because it's it's microscopically behind the ball. Like, it's not improving his lie because he's hitting behind it anyway. So what's the difference?
2: And, and and the club is almost as he brings the club back, not to ground it, but back to behind the ball again. He, it's almost as almost as if it's on the takeaway. So,
3: and I'll make a, I'll make a point here too. How many tour players do you think in a normal event or in a major? that the camera is not on that particular bunker or that particular player, end up doing that, but don't realize it at, at the time of, that they're hitting a bunker shot. How many tour
0: players? There are probably well, but,
3: hundreds but, of tour players that do I, that.
0: I can tell you probably the three of us have all probably accidentally done something like that without even realizing it, because when you have the club in your hand, there's no shot that you're feeling that minute of a detail of sand moving. There's no way you're knowing that. Like there's just no way. I, I Just to, my uh, to, an
2: analogy to my last point. With if he is in the process of taking the club away and he brushes it and and the and impacts the sand, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me what the difference is between if he's in tall fescue and takes the club back through tall grass.
0: Is that improving your your? Uh... Yeah, that that that's a fan, that's a fantastic analogy and that's a great point because like that that would make the argument then that every single time someone swings. And takes their club away that they hit hit a piece of grass in the fescue like that's improving their life and that should be like it's it's arbitrarily decided and that's that's where i have a a very pronounced disagreement with that ruling like i think abraham answer if you 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 want my opinion and it means absolutely nothing against against the rules of golf at this point but if you want my opinion you did not deserve it it's absolutely garbage and I'd love to have you on the show just so that I can tell you it's absolute garbage. Cause I am so passionate about it. Cause I think it's ridiculous. I, I, I would love to have them on the show also to
2: talk about it. I'd, I'd even be willing to have some rules official come on and get, I mean, I passed the rules test back when I worked for the PGA of America. I, I know the rules somewhat apparently, <laughs> but I'd love to have somebody enough come on and by. explain to me what's that
0: enough to get by.
2: Well, um, I mean, the way I play, I need the rules in my favor anymore. <laughs>
0: Speaking of how you played, we have to ask, because you were debating it last time we were on the show, did the sim officially go in the bag?
2: The sim is in the bag. Ooh. Love that. Power move. I'm telling you. I am telling you. Did you, I I I you right. buy the sim? Look, I did I mean, not buy
0: the sim yet. No, I did
2: not. I'm going to tell you right now, and for those of you, Andrew, you've been there, Christians, invitation's open. We have this large oak tree at the far end of the range at Eagle Ridge Golf Club, Lakewood, New Jersey. Shameless plug for my golf course that I manage. Um, not mine, personally. But you can literally set up and look at this thing. You can't help but hit it online.
3: Oh, yeah. You set it down right in the- oh, my God. It's a beautiful it club tower, to look at, you and you don't have to hill. do anything.
0: Yeah. You hit it on the toe or the heel; it still goes straight. Uh, you oh, can't God. help but hit it online.
3: Unbelievable. And that's why what surprised me was Justin Rose was using the 2017 M2 in his bag, which kind of surprised me a little bit this year, this week, because knowing Justin, I know he's been having some swing thoughts, but like, if you're having some changes, I don't know why you wouldn't go with the Sim or the Sim 2. I mean, that's like a... a, Maybe he
2: likes likes the head
3: design. Yeah, maybe, I guess, but that's a huge difference from technology. now,
0: Now, again, I'm the only one in the group now at this point because you have it in the bag that does not have the Sim. Uh, shout no, out to Taylor Taylor out, by
2: the way. At least you got the TaylorMade hat on.
0: Shout out to TaylorMade. So TaylorMade, if you're uh, if you're listening after fact, you know, just saying, we got two guys on. Andrew cannot and, uh, continue to suck up to these manufacturers, oh, Titleist it.
2: and TaylorMade. It's you can't keep doing it
0: until we get a ball deal, and we're just going to keep going. We're just going to keep rotating until we get it. No, for, anyway,
2: for me, for me I've been a Titleist guy for, for forever. Uh, a title actually early in my career, I was a Hogan guy. Still love the Hogan products love them absolutely love them i've got titles in my bag for a number of years when i took the sim and i laid it down put it down just the the how it's set up that's what's initially it was like oh i like that and then i started hitting and it's like oh i like that better oh, yeah
3: I, i'm a, i'm a consistently about 10 to 15 yards farther with my sim than i am with my m1 same shaft i just popped the heads off same shaft so I, i'm about yeah 10 or 15 yards farther and more consistent
2: did, did anything strike you guys about Augusta that was just like, other than the, the finally at least we had fans back. I mean, is there anything that yeah. just kind of stood out? I mean, the greens are
0: fast, and for the golf course is playing. I'll so tell fast. You the thing that stood out to me, and it, it, it's it, you probably not even something you just mentioned it to a degree, but it's not what you mentioned for the reasoning. Yeah, I know but what you're greens, gonna say. Yeah, I was shocked that the greens were not green. They had a yeah. mentality of. Minus twenty ain't happening, folks, and you're gonna have to see it to play it. Like it was.
2: I'm surprised. That, I'm surprised they didn't spray dye on them at least to dye uh, color them.
0: I, I am too. I think that they had the mentality that they're not having a low score win at least. Oh, absolutely. And then, then they eased exactly it up. On, it doing. almost seemed like they eased it up on the weekend, if I'm being honest. Like, um, so that that was the thing that kind of from Augusta's standpoint that stood out the most to me. Um, The other thing that kind of stood out to me is, and this goes back before truly Augusta National Week, but just the level of respect that that club is given by not just like us golfers, but by everybody. I mean, you hear and see and talk and talk to people and everyone knows there's the Augusta National Women's event. Now there's the drive chip and putt. Then you obviously have the tournament and everyone looks forward to the honorary starters, but then there's other things like, I mean, the number of tweets that people were talking about, Dustin Johnson and his, I mean, we even did it, his, his champion's dinner. Like, people know what's happening with Augusta.
2: You know why I think that is? Is because, uh, we kind of had this debate this week, it's because, uh, and, and somebody who really doesn't understand golf was saying, "Because well, how do you guys all know this? How do you know that, that uh, there's a false front green or a portion of the green there? It's because it's the only major that's consistently it is only played at the same place, and everybody has become intimately and adopted this place for what it is, which is you know the cathedral in the pines. And but I, I great, great overall week. I completely agree with you. I'm shocked that the, the Greens were um look more like a US Open than a uh than than Augusta. Um my further takeaway is just – I mean, let's dial down to the last six holes. I mean, Hideki – Hideki makes bogey on 12. They both get to 13. I thought Xander had the opportunity. He could have slammed the door shut again with another eagle putt. Um, he goes on the run, and then, I mean, the whole tournament really came down to about a 30 – 25 minute stretch.
0: Well, I'll tell you the, the the last thing that really stuck out to me, and then it, it's actually a great segue. So I'll help you uh just give you the 411 for it right now so you can be on the lookout for it. But the okay. segue was that Xander, I don't know what the heck happened to him. His mentality and it, it, it was like he got to a point where he he was like, I wouldn't say scared. Well, like you could see the nerves in his – i think he i think he pulled shot. the trigger faster
2: on the t shot i wish somebody I'd love, to, I'd love to actually have it somebody that i think if you did put a clock on him i think he pulled the trigger faster on the t shot on 16 than the other shots that he'd been hit i i really i, I really do and then but let's even go back before that a he's standing in the middle it was they made the given the comparison Hideki's standing in the middle, top of the hill, takes four iron out, turns it over, so he de-lofts it even further and knocks it in the pond on 16. And you just stand there and you go, what
3: are
0: you doing? Yeah. I'll tell you, the the nerves were in effect. That's all I'm saying.
3: The nerves were in effect, yes, I agree. And, you know, obviously Xander can go back. And I think if he could go back and have two shots – I think it's the eagle putt on 13, and I think it's the tee shot on 16. I think if he could have both of those back right now, I think he would make the eagle putt in 13, and I think that he would stick it on 16. If he makes that eagle putt in 13, mentally, going into the last, what, 14, 15, 16, going from there, he's got all the confidence in the world. That's a that's a huge pressure on Matsuyama's shoulders. You have got
0: 15, which is also eagle.
3: Another what eagle hole. You, I mean, I'm telling you, Xander.
2: Awesome. leaves himself behind the tree there. So he has to Absolutely. hit it. and and hits an amazing bunker shot, by the way. Which yeah, is Zalatoris, Zalatoris did the exact same thing right before that. Absolutely. I mean, man. it was just it was a great tournament. I feel I feel for Xander. I, I hate to do this, but it's a perfect segue to say he maybe he needs our good friends over at yips andrew
0: well that's my segue that i was trying to go for but you guys just kept talking about how much <laughs> nerves he had and i couldn't get to it so well, yes he did need our good to balance friend. if you want a balanced body what would you do i would go and try our good friends over at yips because they are the official cbd and herbal supplement of golf talk live in the 19th hole they are the world's first full spectrum cbd supplement And they have figured out a way to create a product with zero loss to the degradation and plant strain profile, which is known as the Lacey effect. There are no toxin additives or chemicals like other big CBD brands, and it's created from all organic, non-GMO, and gluten-free ingredients. So it's putting the best in your body and getting the best in return. So I always try to tell people, especially since we've gotten a hold of these things and they are phenomenal, you need to get a hold of them. You need to see their great ability that they can provide to you on and off the golf course. Use our code GTL10 for 10% off. Again, that's GTL10 for 10% off and start seeing those great benefits today. Xander, if you want us to ship you a couple on the side, just so that way you can start trying it and get the nerves out
3: before next tournament. Send me the address. We'll be good to go. That's all I'm saying. You did not just go there with Xander on. That was brutal. Listen, you guys <laughs> are calling out Danielle Kang and everything else. I'm just telling you the way that it is.
2: I called out oh, Danielle Kang to have fun and go play golf in Atlantic City when she's here. And I'll throw it out there again, Danielle. When you're down for the shop, right? You want to tee it up against us, and we'll find a fourth, and we'll play a little, We'll play against your ball with our scramble because that's the best we could do against you. But, dude, um,
0: you wouldn't
3: jump. That hello, was buddy. a Xander. mic drop
0: moment. All I'm saying, I'm feeling more confident with the stroke. I'm willing to challenge anybody with the
3: three of us together. That's all I'm saying. Wow. You, you birdie four holes in a row at Augusta on a Sunday, and then you can come talk to me. No. Yeah.
0: It no I
3: can't do no you alone. Shot. I'm saying in the scramble.
2: Xander's buddy Max Helmet is going to light you up on Twitter. Oh,
0: my God. Good. That I was a does. mic drop. Gets us, gets us the mic drop that we definitely need.
2: Wow. wow. Christian, Christian, save us.
0: Max Homa was missed the cut. So Max Homa was over there having beers on Augusta. On I'm, five, just, gonna, I'm just gonna say one
2: last thing. Congratulations. History was made. Adeki Matsuyama. Congratulations to you. And I hope that for the people of Japan, it just it it causes an explosion for golf. Well deserved. I didn't th- I thought you were gonna stumble, but you well deserved, sir.
3: Yeah, I agree. First and foremost, it was, um, first off, it was a hell of a performance by Hideki. I mean, it was great for his country, great for him as a, as a player. I think it's a lot of confidence for him now because now he's got his first major. Hopefully it's more to come and we'll see what happens now with the rest of the majors and the rest of the tournaments in the 2021 season. Well, dad,
0: I will ask you, because that wasn't the only thing that we had going on here at golf talk live during this busy golfing weekend. You sent us a text that you got a chance to sit down with our good friends and our product of the month, Vegas golf to have a good little conversation about them. So let's go turn it over to there. And when we come back, we get to talk a little bit more about Vegas golf and all the fun and exciting things.
2: Thank you guys. You have heard us chat number of times on the show uh, since the beginning of April about our new product of the month Vegas Golf the Game and I am pleased to have Wayne Simperman with Vegas Golf here taking time on Masters Sunday actually we're recording this on uh, Sunday in advance of our Monday release Wayne welcome to Golf Talk Live how are you my friend?
1: Great great thanks for having me.
2: Absolutely so I've, I've chatted with some of the people here in the area, some good friends that they actually own the game, I've looked at some of the uh, material, I've looked at the poker chips that you were kind enough to send us for the uh, Golf Talk Live Winter Tournament Series, and this fits exactly into what we're saying, which is bringing fun back into the game.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. We just kind of formalized what we've all been doing on a golf course for years. You know, of scribbling it on the scorecard, we we formalize it with uh, you know with real poker chips you know, to, to toss around and trash talk, uh, passive them amongst each other.
2: <laughs> so, so where I guess this is one of the, the really interesting uh, factoids about this product is how it came about. If you could just share with the listeners a little bit about that.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, actually, this goes back uh, almost geez, uh, over fifteen years ago. Wow! Uh, my my father. Uh, She's at a young age. Uh, taught me how to how to gamble, play craps, uh, play poker, and golf. And I'm not sure, you know, what, what order those came <laughs> in. But, <laughs> you know, but nonetheless, you know, that's what we used to do together. And uh, you know, as I got older, we'd, we'd always meet up in uh, in Las Vegas or, or Lake Tahoe and golf, and uh, and play poker. And uh, one day on a golf course, you know, we had chips from the night before from the, a poker tournament, and we're on the golf course, and we're you know, making bets. All right. Who's going to go in the, the woods first? Who's going to go in the water first? Who's going to have the first birdie? Who's going to have the first Eagle? And we would use our, our poker chips from the night before to make those bets. And, uh, at the end of the round, and, you know, after a, a, a couple beers on the 19th, uh, my father, you know, passed away you know, about 10 years ago, but said, you know, we should make this a game and, you know, put the, you know, what we're saying, three pars, Eagle, longest drive, birdie you know all these negative and positive tasks on a poker chip and sell it as a a golf game and uh
2: right away we went to work on creating some our graphics are great we have a little golf character oh yeah absolutely love it yeah
1: you know all the tasks and uh, of course as we're doing it i'm like well this is great let's you know we only had seven chips at the time and i said what should we call it and and right away you know he's like well what do you think we're in Vegas we're just calling Vegas golf the game it's a gambling game with poker chips it's perfect and uh, that's how Vegas golf was started so we uh, put the the chips together put in a a box bag instructions and what we did is we actually kept one side blank because we were going after all the golf tournaments sure so instead of giving away a hat or a ball you know why not give them something that they have fun playing and at the end, they can go home with you know you know i'd like to say anytime you get a golf ball at a tournament or a sleeve you know very rarely does anybody go home with them it's <laughs> actually pretty good so. uh,
2: unfortunately that is the, that is the case yes
1: <laughs> yeah yes so anyways that's how it got started uh with, with the points and then we introduced it into the retail and uh you know your, your dick sporting goods your golf galaxies your pga stores uh all started carrying it and it, it just blew up from there yeah you're
2: then, did i did i read correctly or were you telling me that you're now in 12 countries
1: actually 15 different countries oh, wow 15 you know, when we do the pga show uh you know we're there for retailers and when we first did it you know all obviously everybody uh in the world comes to that show and we had distributors from all over the world uh once you explain the game and how it works, you know that we, that's how we gain distributors in all these different countries, and uh, it's sold in over 15 countries right now.
2: So, so give us just a brief sense: how, how is the game played? So that uh, for those that are unfamiliar with it,
1: absolutely. So you only need one game per foursome, and again, you play this literally on on the golf course. And the person that has the game, you agree on the value of each chip. So you can say, "Hey guys, let's play Vegas Golf and let's make." The value let's for to say a dollar a chip. So what that means is, for every negative chip you have at the end of eighteen holes, you're going to pay each player a dollar. But for every positive chip you have at the end of eighteen holes, each player pays you a dollar. So the, you know the way it works. this as an example. Let's just say it's the first hole, and uh, the Allen says say you go in going woods.
2: So we're going to chuckle out of it. <laughs> I, I, I usually I usually snap hook it, but okay, we're go- I, I got where you're going with this. <laughs> okay, okay. So- <laughs>
1: I pull out the tree chip and I'll throw. Literally, I will just throw the poker chip at you in the tee box, and we all get a chuckle out of it. But right now, you know you're on the hook for a buck for each of the, the three other players, unless you get rid of the chip. And the way you get rid of it, it's real easy, like a hot potato. So next time you see any of us go in the woods, could be the next stroke. Could be maybe nobody goes in the woods for another four holes. But when we do, and you see it, you're going to say, "Guess what? Not my problem anymore." I'm, so you pass it off.
2: I'm throwing that to, that to that you. <laughs>
1: but the key is you know you can't be rolling up we can't be rolling up to the next hole and say hey i forgot you went in the woods last hole this is yours before yeah. you step off the green you better get rid of your negatives and if you birdie the hole and you know somebody holding that birdie chip make sure you don't walk off the green say hey who has the birdie chip give me the chip that's mine now so that's sometimes people play 18 holes and some will say hey let's play nine holes and then let's reset and let's play another and play it again for you know the back nine as well
2: now now my uh, you know my personal favorite is the beer, the beer chip,
1: beer cart. Well, uh, it is. You know, we came out with that about a year ago, and it's a, it's a little the, the, that chip is a standalone. It's, it's actually everybody's crowd favorite, and the, the beer trip rule is a little different just because it's used on every part three. That's the way it, it can be passed. So, for example, the the first part three, whoever is the furthest from the pin on the opening shot, gets the beer chip. Okay, if it's in your pocket. When that beer car comes around, you're buying around for everyone. So the question is, well, what happens if you know the beer car comes around two or three times before the next par three? Well, you're, you're buying two or three <laughs> rounds. So <laughs> you better get to the next bet, par three you, as quick as possible.
2: You so better you better time. hit it you better hit it tight on the first par three and and and. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and
1: then of course you know everybody the trash talking and it's just a lot of fun but you normally if you don't have the beer chip, you tell that you know you make tipper or, or have a beer card and say hey come come back after every single hole please <laughs> we'll get it we'll take advantage of this
2: right now it comes in a 15 a 19 and you have now a 26 chip all in addition correct and that's retails at 39.95
1: Yes, that's, believe it or not, that's our most popular, 26 chip edition. Um, we, we started, like I said, we started with seven chips, and everybody kept sending us emails, calling in, saying, "Hey, I have a new idea for a chip," and we kept adding. Uh, and then we went to the 15 chip, and then from the 15 we went to a 19, and then from the 19 we went to 26. And you don't have to use all the chips. You could decide which ones you're going to you're going to use for uh, on each round. But most people use all 26. And it's right now, we also came out with these magnetic strips. They're really strong. And each of our poker chip has a piece of metal you can't see, but it's inside. And it holds, attaches real strong to these metal strips. So we have a carabiner. It clips on everybody's golf bag. And then that's how you keep track, so you can see what positive and negative ones you have. You know, the the ones you want, the ones, of course, you want to get rid of. And then at the end of the round, you take them off and give it to the person that that had the game and the and the magnetic strips to, to hold your chips.
2: And, that, and that, that obviously is an easy way to keep a running tally as to who who has what at that point in time.
1: A- absolutely, you know, some people keep them in their pocket, keep them in the golf cart, but the, the magnetic strips seems to to be a a, a favorite with everyone. And then this, you right now on our on our website, you can go to Amazon and purchase it, you know, on Prime, and we also through our website, VegasGolfTheGame.com, The Game com. We offer, if you buy two of the all-ins for thirty nine ninety five, we give you a third set for free. And uh, this month what we're doing is anybody uh, that orders that all-in, whether it's one all-in or the, the special, we're throwing in an additional two chips so you have 28.
2: Excellent. Total. Yeah. All right. So how do they find you once again? VegasGolfGame.com. Vegas Golf.
1: VegasGolfTheGame.com dot com and the, there's a demo on there shows exactly how the game's played. Uh, you
2: know, if, for those that you know need a refresher, uh, but it, once you see it, everybody, everybody gets it. They'll understand it right away. And it, and because you are the product of the month, folks, we are actually going to. You've seen us do it a number of times on our Instagram page. We are about to run a contest. Wayne was kind enough to provide us with a promotional product for a giveaway that'll be going out on monday evening it'll be airing if through the remainder of the month to win your very own all-in uh edition 26 chip edition and i guess wayne number one selling on course golf game in in the world right now
1: yeah absolutely no, no question about it we actually uh proud to hold that title just number one selling on the course golf game in the world right now and uh we keep adding new chips so as as we once you order from us, we constantly put you on a, you know, anytime we don't barrage you with any emails. If you don't want to be on our list, we'll send you anytime we come up with a new chip. And uh, if you you not to that, you know that that's fine too. But we always have fun. And if anybody has an idea out there, you don't see that we already have. Uh, if you send it to us and, and we use it, we send you a full edition at no charge and uh, you know a, a full supply of the chip that you created. You gave us the idea for as well.
2: And one last time, how do they find you, sir?
1: Vegas golf thegame.com
2: and telephone number
1: 877-241-6134 extension 1 excellent and that'll come right to us and uh, we'll once you place your order we, we ship it out within 24 hours
2: wayne appreciate you taking some time especially on master sunday again we're recording sunday for our monday show Always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Looking forward to getting this uh, Instagram contest up. It will be great. Vegas golf the game, folks. Andrew, Christian, we're going to throw it back over to you now.
0: Dad, obviously, thank you first and foremost for taking the time to be able to sit down with those guys over at Vegas golf. I actually got to play this. I didn't ever tell you. I wanted to keep it a secret. I
2: I did not know that. I'll tell you what.
0: I'm
2: glad uh, I had... a few minutes to sit down with uh wayne silverman again today and and what a great guy and go ahead though andrew i you you shot i was gonna say earlier
0: you just took all my thunder and i did did, but go for it unbelievable just go for it no i actually did get the chance to play it um it was not mine it was a buddy that brought it but it was actually pretty cool um so any guys or girls that are looking for a great game just to you know because obviously there's different skill levels right so the beauty of the game, in my opinion, that, that they got to bring out to the golfing community is it allows people of all skills and abilities to be able to have fun and just be able to go about their game the way they normally would. Typically, I usually end up, and yes, before you make the joke, I typically end up with a three-putt coin at the end of the game. That's just how it is. It's not anymore, right? Not anymore not because anymore. I've been working on my putting. Hopefully, next time it comes out. But, That's uh,
3: thanks, Alan. Not
0: anymore, but
3: you know, not, but any. no,
0: there, there's, there's phenomenal ones. Again, as we we've mentioned, these guys are awesome. Uh, they are a product of the month for a reason. We only give our listeners here at golf talk live and more importantly, the 19th hole, the best podcast of golf, the best products to choose from. So obviously need to get those guys in there where they're rightfully do. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I wanted to keep it a secret cause I had a couple of things in store and, and a couple of good jokes to and puns on my own behalf. There you go.
2: So Chris, you heard you heard Wayne say that. In basically, what you do is you you all decide on what the uh, value of each poker chip is at the beginning. Andrew's three-putt poker chip that he historically has gotten, we caught. Let's say it's, everything's a dollar, if he happens to have that, then uh, at the end of the day, he owes us a dollar. So uh, we're going to definitely have to uh, we're going to definitely have to play this and actually I was going to save it to the end but I'll tell you about it now folks again we are recording on Sunday evening you'll hear this Monday sometime on Monday evening our our Instagram contest to win the Vegas golf the game they're all in addition it will go up tell your friends it it as Andrew Andrew's testimony it's it's a good time and we're going to actually use it when you guys come down here at one of our other sponsors and who I'm talking about. If you are visiting, if you live in, or are visiting the Philadelphia area, you need to make your way over to Mainland Golf, conveniently located in Harleysville, just off the Lansdale exit of the Northeast extension. The player-friendly Mainland Golf Course offers excellent playing conditions at affordable rates. It is a perfect host site for your next corporate outing. And after each round, This is where the 19th hole comes in. The golf experience at the Mainland Grill can be enhanced your entire day. Serving lunch and dinner daily. For more information, visit mainlandgolf.com. And don't forget to visit their sister courses, Bella Vista Golf Course in Gilbertsville and Morgan Hill in Easton. Boys?
3: I didn't make my way down there. I know it's long overdue. So you. you know, I, I know, I know it's long overdue. I know. Listen, but, you it's know. very
0: long overdue. I told you as soon as I get back and things calm down from all the wedding planning, it's going to be a weekend trip that Christian and I will make. We we promise you that. If we don't get a chance to do it, obviously before the wedding though, can we please decide? Because I know we were talking about doing a golf outing up here before the actual big day. Can you bring the game and maybe we can play at one of the courses that we decide to, you know, come up here and play? That is well,
2: is I'm, that I'm awesome. a little dis—I'm a little disturbed that Christian is actually going to go on assignment for us this upcoming week. And he's going to be getting practice in um, in advance of our uh, pre-wedding uh, event. Okay.
3: Well, I'm going to make sure that game's in tip-top shape. You know, I'm telling
2: you, right now, yes, Sim and my sticks will be in attendance at your wedding okay. the day before. And yeah,
0: I'm gonna stripe it.
3: I think if we play that poker game, we're gonna empty out his wallet for sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, let me let me just put it out to you this way. I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna happen. That's just not that's not gonna be the case. My uh, my as I've said before, I will continue to say you'll see it in firsthand. My game is on point right now. And I'm not I'm not worried. You know
2: what's gonna be scary? The most scary about this adventure mm-hmm. is son number two will be in attendance.
0: That might be the most terrifying. Christian has literally been able to see him drive two greens in a row on back-to-back par fours and make bogey on both.
2: Christian, so. can that kid yeah. hit? Can that kid hit the hell out of it? Has no oh, idea. He, where it's he going. absolutely kills the ball. Oh my god! Like he, he has it, no it idea. We're we're talking, it. About, we're talking about my my other son, uh, Tyler DePew, and you've seen him on a few of our uh, Instagram posts before. Hits the hell out of it as a former hockey oh, player. Absolutely. No idea. We, no no what's idea called, where it's going. Andrew, what's he, what's he call it? The, 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 it's
0: power. The power it's fade. Power, power fade.
3: The big power fade.
0: <laughs> we, well, so we played – when we played, and this so is what I alluded to, we played on our bachelor trip. When Christian joined, obviously. Tyler was there. We played with a group of guys. And we are talking back-to-back 300-yard-plus holes. And this kid drove both greens – And then proceeds to four jack from there and and make both. So it's bad. You thought my putting was bad.
2: His is on a He needs needs perfect practice. I'm looking right here in the prize closet, and I can see we have a couple more perfect practice putting mats. And we need to reach out to the guys. They got to send one to him. I mean, it's It's, bad.
3: It's bad at this point. So oh yeah,
2: I didn't make any New Year's resolution with him because it's bad.
3: Hey, I didn't make any New Year's resolution with Andrew, so I can, I can bust on his putting all day long.
2: I'd bust on his putting also if he didn't call me and say, you know, it's really starting to hurt my feelings and you guys pick on my putting trips all the time. <laughs> yeah.
3: We'll, we'll, see yeah. How we, uh, we'll see how good he puts when we always – That was said in confidence. Right. Why are you going to bring that up? All right. <laughs> Andrew, you can pick the time and the course, and I will beat you.
2: Mic right. drop. I have got look. We're coming to the. We're coming to the. We're coming to the end of the round. I've got the beer chip, the beverage card chip from Vegas Golf the game, and that means I need another one. So, final thoughts. Andrew, go first. Uh,
0: my final thoughts are: congratulations again to Hideki, uh, first ever Japanese player to win a major in general, and I couldn't obviously probably pick a better one to win other than the Masters. It's just. As, as you alluded to, it's probably the crown jewel of them all. Uh, so congratulations to him. Uh, folks, again, as, as we keep alluding to, we have a phenomenal group of both products of the month as well as partners of this great show. Please give them all the love and support that you guys give us. They are not, we're not able to be here without them and without you guys. So please give them the love that they rightfully deserve. Go check those things out. We only promote the best for a reason. Again, we want to make sure you guys have the best so please be sure to follow that. Other than that, my other look ahead is uh, looking forward to the Thursday show where we get, you know, beyond the first major of the year, we look ahead to what the rest of the golf season might hold and uh, just looking forward to all the fun and excitement of this golf season as we start to really vamp it up here from now on. So uh, that's my closing thoughts and uh, look ahead.
3: Yeah. My closing thoughts, as Andrew alluded to, uh, congrats to Hideki. Um, you know, it's a great win for him, great win for his country. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's more for him, more wins to come for him and his career. Uh, you know, looking ahead, obviously we got a big event coming up this week, the RBC Heritage over in Hilton Island, South Carolina. It's always a great event, always great tournament to watch. Um, you know, I say it every week, guys, continue to follow us on all social media accounts Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you know, we hopefully think that you guys can join us on this journey that we're doing here in 2021 um you know continue to give us feedback on any way we can get better in the future um again you know hopefully uh you know you guys can uh continue to follow us because we got a lot of great stuff you know trips planned prizes to give out all that good stuff so you know hopefully you guys have a great week we'll see you guys on a look ahead show next week and have a great night
2: and my final thoughts are On that note about Look Ahead Show, you need to join us on Thursday. We are going to be talking golf instruction. We're going to be talking golf instruction and how to use the mind to make yourself a better player. And we'll probably get a little insight into um, Xander on 16. I'm so disappointed. I feel so bad for him. I really do. And then to add Andrew, bust on him. But anyway, Look Ahead Show Thursday should be a great show. I got a couple other things just to add. If you have a product, you've heard about our product of the month, if you have a product or a great story that you just would like to come on, we always have an empty chair here in the 19th hole. Reach out to us. Let's chat. We'd love to have you on board. And we'd like to have announce another new sponsor. We had them in January as part of our, as our product of the month. They are now officially one of our sponsors. I'm talking about the good folks over at Greenkeepers, Inc., they are the manufacturers of the bottle tea, which is a training tea that we featured in January, but they're also, they have the survivor tea, the now official golf tea of Golf Talk Live. So welcome, Greenkeepers Inc. We're glad to have you. That's it, boys. My glass is empty. Christian, hit it long and straight. Because it beats short and crooked.
0: Thank you.